This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 2nd, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. The massive outlay of cash in the Paycheck Protection Program, so-called PPP loans, went out very quickly. Nearly everyone who applied got the loan. So what's been the impact? And is there an appetite in Congress to keep the program rolling as states begin requiring businesses to close again in response to the coronavirus? Cato's Diego Zuluaga comments. Just before we uh, started this recording, It seemed to me a little ungenerous to call what is known as the Paycheck Protection Program or PPP. It's, I think, ungenerous to call it a bailout. Uh, These are um, extraordinary circumstances under which uh, a lot of these loans were taken up and offered by Congress. But what would you, how would you characterize it? The Paycheck Protection Program was enacted by the CARES Act, which was legislation passed at the beginning of the pandemic, to make available funding as quickly as possible to small businesses. It was going to go through the Small Business Administration, and it did. And these uh, this funding was going to be in the form of loans that, however, would be forgivable, so long as the small businesses that borrowed it used it to make payroll, to pay utilities, or to pay rent. As you say, the circumstances were so exceptional as to make even a libertarian more likely to be forgiving of them and not necessarily call them a bailout. Because at the time, we didn't know how long the pandemic was going to last. You had a lot of state governments mandating that businesses close. And at the time, it was it would have been very difficult for small businesses that don't have access to the capital markets and don't have necessarily a lot of physical assets that are unmortgaged to get funding anywhere else. So the idea was, if you have the whole U.S. economy shutting down, you have a lot of viable businesses that all of a sudden don't have any cash to pay their people. They're going to have to let them go. And all of that disruption will, in fact, make everyone worse off because all the relationships built over the years, all the reputation, uh, all the intangible capital, so to speak, that existed, it would have been wiped out. And so the idea was that PPP can help these businesses bridge the emergency and emerge on the other side relatively unscathed. We are now uh, almost three months since the passage of the CARES Act. It's a little hard to believe. Um, but since that time, what can we say with confidence about who got what money, what the take-up is among uh, within states and Are there any horror stories like the ones that we've heard about uh, the cash payments that went out from uh, the feds that went to dead people, more than a billion dollars to people who had died as as many as uh, two years ago? So about three quarters of small businesses in America that employ people have got a, a loan through the PPP by now. At the beginning, there were some reports concerning um, for for the people who wanted to get this as widely as possible, that it was the larger businesses with existing bank connections that were having an easiest time getting these loans. In addition to that, some of the larger chains that qualified by the letter of the law, but not the spirit of it, got big amounts. And through a PR campaign and also political pressure from the Treasury, they returned those amounts. But they were relatively small amounts compared to the larger uh, program. And uh, of course, we still have to see whether there was any fraud or rather the extent of, of borrower fraud in, in applying to the PPP because the priority when the CARES Act was passed was to get the support out there and to relatively minimal underwriting and only some verification to make sure that someone getting the funding wasn't going to use it for 
egregious criminal purposes. So it remains to be seen. Um, it seems that the program has achieved its short-term goal of keeping small businesses in business. But of course, the program would achieve very little if as soon as it runs out, a lot of businesses close down. That would show that the PPP hadn't worked. However, that's also not a case necessarily for keeping extending the funding over and over. So as a policy matter, what is your view here? Uh, that is, these loans have gone out. Um, you know, what do you hang your hat on in terms of information for making a decision, making a determination about whether or not this was a good program or, or or do we just not know? Well, ideally, you'd want to compare like for like the businesses that got a loan with those that didn't. And you set up two similar groups uh, where the only distinction is that they got or didn't get a loan. And then you can establish whether the program helped these businesses uh, remain alive. What I, whereas that is difficult to set up that kind of clean cut uh, experiment. Um, at the same time, we can tell that the emergency during the passage of the CARES Act and the subsequent two months for which the program was initially supposed to last, that emergency is no longer present to the same extent. A lot of businesses have reopened. You have economic activity beginning to rebound. And there and has so been, the case, been businesses individually have adjusted pretty dramatically uh, to the extent well. that they want to stay in business. Exactly. No, even in the in the retail and hospitality businesses, um, you see a lot more online delivery. You have safe ways of operating compared to the way they were before. Uh, businesses are beginning to adapt, and we have to allow the economy to adapt uh, with changing preferences. And the longer the pandemic goes on and its ramifications go on, the less we have a case for having something like PPP. Because the PPP assumes the economy is effectively frozen and it emerges back from the from from the health emergency the same way it was before. The longer this goes on, the less that is the case. In addition to that, now banks have more information about the state of the economy. They're starting to get applications for other loans. So the private market is delivering again, and states are no longer mandating lockdowns. So a lot of the rationale for having this program no longer applies. And because it's a grant program, we simply cannot allow to provide unlimited funding to an unlimited number of firms indefinitely. So under what circumstances are firms that received these loans not obligated to pay them back? One, I assume, is they go out of business. Well, that's right. So the loans... All SBA loans or most SBA programs are guaranteed. So if a firm goes bust, then it's the SBA, the taxpayer, that takes on that burden. In this case, the PPP is special because a business will get forgiveness even if it doesn't go bankrupt. Indeed, the hope is that it won't go bankrupt uh, and, and that they will survive and have the loans forgiven because they've whatever amounts they've spent on utilities uh, and rent and primarily payroll, uh, will will not be collected back. The appetite in Congress, uh, as you mentioned, uh, is still there to some degree to extend this. What's the best case fully, and you've alluded to it, what's the best case fully for saying, you know, for good or bad, this program is not justified at this time? The best case is that the economy has reopened. The worst case is that we still have a lot of unemployment. Production hasn't got back nearly to the levels that it was at in February. And you potentially will have still disruptions from 
subsequent waves of the pandemic. There's also funding available from what Congress appropriated. Congress appropriated in total 659 billion for this program, and about 130 billion still remains unclaimed by loan applicants. And so some people in Congress are saying, look, why don't we extend the application deadline, which was yesterday, so the program has officially closed, why don't we extend it until August? And then see, you know, with the funding we've appropriated, see where we are at. Already we've seen virtually 100% of applications being addressed. Every firm that's applied has now got a loan. So I think it's less the case that uh, demand is substantially exceeding supply. And what we have is simply the adjustment from something that has completely changed uh, our economy. And so we have to tolerate that adjustment uh, happening. And uh, the, the other complication, of course, with the PPP has been that in some states, it's become more economically attractive to go into unemployment because of that temporary boost that Congress also enacted with the CARES Act than to remain in business. So even if you have a lot of, um, a lot of funding available to a small business, the owner may not be able to attract back his, his or her workforce because they're better off going into unemployment. So if we don't see all small businesses applying, that's not necessarily a sign that they're not getting the funding they need. It's they haven't applied. Diego Zuluaga is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.